Hi, hi, hello, welcome to episode 5 of the Confused Dad podcast with me, the Confused Dad. And yes, today is the 24th of April and um, the 23rd yesterday was a difficult day. It was difficult. It was, um, I want to talk a little bit about these kinds of emotions that you go through. I think everybody goes through with, with loss or change that's rather drastic. Um, I think when when I, I read some research a while back, which said that for children, the three main emotional uh, events that can happen that really uproot them is the death of a pet, uh, moving of a school, and the death of a significant family member, something along those lines. So, sort of changing changing place is a big one, and then obviously death is a big one, and. Our family recently lost a cat who has been in the family or at least was in my my life for the last sort of 11 years, I think, more, about 11, 12, somewhere around there, I can't think quite clearly right now, but it was a really hard one. Um, it was hard in that I personally haven't experienced loss of life like that. I haven't, I haven't had to go through that process and... I suppose a pet is one of those things that you ultimately do have to go through, which is what a lot of people speak about, is that it's it's strange because I used to think, yeah, like we, we had goldfish, we had like four, and they all died within the space of two weeks. And the whole notion of you get a hamster, get a fish, it's good for children to experience loss. After sort of the second one, you kind of go, oh, well, another one's dead, flush him down. I don't know if that prepares anyone for death. I just... I'm just not convinced that having something that lives for a short period of time and then dies on you is any easier or acclimatizes you to death. And I've listened to enough people who have had people in their lives pass, their fathers and their mothers, and even with lengthy periods of sickness where there's cancer involved and they've been preparing themselves as as a family for the passing, it could be up to a year, and even when that happens, when it finally comes, they, it still rocks your world. There seems to be no precedent set uh, by previous experiences of loss. It seems hard each time. So I don't know if I'd like to change my opinion on the whole get get a pet that lives for a short time to get your child used to death because I think it doesn't matter. I think it's hard no matter what. So if you're going to get a pet goal in and get, get the kind of animal you're going to love and care for and you know, when they pass, then you're going to have to experience that death anyway. Otherwise, it becomes almost trivial and cheap. Like, oh, that's fish number 6,500. So, yeah. Um, so the last day, last yesterday, was very difficult. And I want to talk a little bit about loss. Um, or, or at least loss of of identity and loss of routine. So today, we managed to go to the ice rink. So I'll continue the discussion on the ice. So there's something really beautiful on the ice that we we both witnessed. And that is uh, we had this little girl. She's probably about six. And she was 
skating fairly competently on her own and her mom was sort of standing on the sideline taking photos you know how it is it's like the parents go with and say they're going to skate with and they're more frightened than the children are and they have no idea and cannot remember the last time they did it uh, if they ever did but they they put up a brave face and there they stand waiting and then the children will say come 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 and skate and the parents will sort of bashfully look around and blush and oh no i'm okay i'm fine i'm a bit scared and this little girl went and sort of helped her mom hold on to the side and then sort of guided her, held her hand. And we find that we find that quite beautiful, I think, if we just stop and watch, like children helping others. We often think of them as lesser, less capable. And they, they, they have their own way of, of just being there for you, whether it's physical in the form of giving you balance while skating or emotional, um, just I don't know, my son does it from time to time. He'll just put his hand on my head or just take a moment to touch my hand when he can see that I'm having a difficult time. Um, and it's not about me trying to hide that from him, that I'm having a difficult time. It's just he can pick it up because he's not tainted like that. He's not, he didn't, he has, he's not jaded. He's not, he hasn't had to round off those, those sort of sharp and precise edges of, of, of reception. You know, like his little tentacles that can feel things, and um, one of one of the few favorite things he likes to do. He really is quite a physical guy. He likes to jump and do forward rolls and jump on a trampoline. And ice skating is the other thing he really does like. And taekwondo, he likes that a lot. And I was not that kind of child, totally not. So it's nice to know that children really are separate to yourself. Like they're not going to be you. They're already not you. So maybe maybe you need to let go that they they should be like you especially if you think parts of you are great and fantastic and wonderful and if more of the world was like you it would be a better place yeah fair enough but you know I realized that when my son was born and in that moment where he was he had to go into this little sort of incubator thing because he had fluid on the lungs and uh, I sort of stood there amongst many other children in these plastic sort of chicken box coop things and I saw him and I thought to myself gosh you are you are already a separate person because I would really like for you not to cry. I'd really like for you to just be comfortable and safe and you don't feel that. And there's nothing I can do about it. And that really, I really recognize that you, he is not me. But that was just a lovely moment on the ice. And the other thing I thought about was how often as adults, like children will, will swim and freeze to death, but the fun and engagement of swimming overpowers their need to be comfortable or to be uh, warm. And on the ice too, you'll have children sort of flying out into the ice, absolutely not ready for it. <laughs> have no, they have no ability to balance or anything. But them falling, the pain they experience is less than the excitement of just doing stuff. So they just get back up. Whereas you watch the adults in the same nervous situation and they are so aware that they need a, <laughs> when they fall, it's going to be sore and that a hip replacement is expensive. Um, that there's this hesitation that there's, there's so little. And I think about it for myself. It's like, what, what activity or event or what is it in my life that will make me continually take that leap and be brave? Um, despite the fear, despite the possible repercussions or perceived repercussions, like, and I'm not talking about anything reckless, just, 
just like kids like they'll overpower their physical it's like when they need to go to the toilet that's my son does that and i know many other children do it's until the very last minute you're holding it in until the very last minute because playing is just so much more important and it is it totally is but as an adult you have this awareness that oh gosh i'm going to need to go to the bathroom soon so i'm going to give myself enough time to get there and yes okay cool that happens and you don't want to you know pee in your pants but what is it for us adults what is it once you've lived on the earth and you know the the earth has spun 30 or 40 times around the sun what is it that still gets you lost like that or excited beyond the need to go to the bathroom i do wonder so um yes like i was saying yesterday it was a difficult day and for anyone experiencing a sense of loss whether it's loss of a job loss of a loved one what you lose i think is a sense of schedule or time where you had a certain body memory of that person or of of that work or of those activities you would wake up and there'd be a sense of there would be a calibration to your day there would be an expectation even if it wasn't that your job was linear like completely planned there was just a sense like at at 11 a.m when i look up i usually nine out of ten times would see the following room or i'd be outside or i would be doing x y or z and when that's gone you have this weird or at least i'm experiencing it that way is you have this strange sense of misplacement like you're a foreigner in a country you don't really know and you never chose to get on a plane to go there it's like being blindfolded put on a plane opening your eyes and you're in the center of an unfamiliar city and no one speaks the language and you have no damn idea what to do next and you're still you um, you may still have your wallet on you and your clothing you're familiar you know may have a few objects you might have a, a, a camera or something that you know roots you to your past and you can engage with the world but you kind of are you kind of are sort of stranded in this weird world and in, in a limbo like scenario where you're not really sure what the heck is going on and i think that that those those spikes those feelings which then obviously manifest as as a depression or an anxiety is that your body doesn't really know where it is in time and space because it's used to it's been used to especially if in my case doing or at least going to the same place for the last eight years you don't know what an effect that has and the same thing for my son like he's gone to school with me for a while now and for him that's a shift and although we have our own moments in the day where we're quite happy and engage and it is just psychologically i imagine it's it's safe that we're together but it's also it's weird that we're not in the in the same physical space doing the same sort of physical things so i can completely and utterly acknowledge that there's a portion of us as humans we really need to know where we are in time and space and when we don't we get fairly unnerved i think that's probably why like isolation uh isolation away from other people in the form of someone being taken hostage and not knowing not having those routines even then when you read sort of the memoirs or diaries of these people they establish routines they establish things they do each and every day 
even within captivity where that gives them a sense of sort of movement through time and I don't know it just gives you a sense that you are still present which is why I'm working on making sure that that slowly but surely we build a schedule for ourselves not not a schedule that that ties us into anything where we don't have room to to just be but just for us to know what what sort of things uh, to expect and our first two reading lessons have been going very well that's another thing about projecting you as a parent if you are considering um, homeschooling your child and you are apprehensive about it well it's only a scary thing or an apprehensive thing because you haven't done it and you don't know that flow and you're not sure but I can assure you that you as a parent you are so much more connected you are so much more you're more than enough don't let that don't let that fear uh, trip you up and make you think oh well I have to get a professional to teach my child those are those are also frameworks that have been established and again I say this with a a very big caveat which is you know there are subjects which are very difficult and tricky and if your child really likes to do those then you need to find assistance in in the hands of professional people who can help you and have experience I'm not taking away from that at all I'm just saying if there's that initial fear of I'm not good enough or I'm not enough I have that all the time completely all the time but the fact is you you are their parent you wanted them you are enough you totally are yes and you're gonna have your days where you go oh my god how did I even think that I could do this kind of thing and I have that now um, ups and downs and it's about riding those being with those don't fight those yes your child will also have the ups and downs if if things change drastically in terms of your schedules or your life of course so interestingly enough I had a conversation this morning with a complete stranger um, someone in Canada who recently started working there they were a security guard from what I could understand they that the, the the calls quality was incredibly bad and I was hesitant to put this call up because I thought oh my goodness it's gonna sound so bad and then I realized this is almost metaphor for for life in general is that your connection to life or your connection to happiness or your you know you're gonna experience things that make your signal kind of bad from time to time that that's life life isn't this perfectly scripted perfectly cut together podcast thing um, not that mine is but it's not it's not this scripted clean and neat it's not a reality show it is reality so I decided to just put it up just the way it is and the bits that you can't make out is part of that experience so it it was artistic license so to speak um, but yeah enjoy it it was interesting a father who has had to move very far away from his family who's sort of going through what is possibly going to be a divorce but he's not too sure with a four-year-old little girl who he's missing terribly because he doesn't get to see her for weeks on end so yeah if you have your children with you just take a moment and enjoy and be humbled by the fact that yeah there are tricky situations out there and maybe your situation's not quite as tricky as somebody else's that can be hard to to see sometimes but so here it is call with a stranger well um, thank you so much for uh, putting out this topic uh, of parents I'm, I'm interested um, I'm interested to hear a little bit more as to why what brought you to it um, I've had some trouble pronouncing your name Guliam is that Scottish or Irish 
No, nah, mate, it's actually um, it's actually French. It's pronounced Guillaume, but uh, I usually go by my middle name, which is Paul. Much easier. Paul, Paul, Paul's, Paul's easier. Yeah, Paul. So Paul Parents, Paul, Paul, uh, what, what's the problem? <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Can you say that again? I must, I must apologize. The connection is not great. I'm actually in Canada right now, and the service is awful. No problem. That's fine, man. I'm in South Africa, so we're quite far away oh, from no. each other. Yeah, mate, we're actually not 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 close. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. So, so the topic of parents. Usually, when I see parents, either you're having trouble with parents, you're becoming a parent, but it's usually not positive. Is that right, mate? Well, actually, right now, I'm um, I'm a fairly new parent. My daughter is going to be uh, four years old in July, and uh, like, yeah, recently, uh, I've I've been like gone to work somewhere else, so like, I'm not around and stuff like that. Like, hardly ever. Oh wow, that is very very difficult. Um, yeah. Well, I have and a son who's who's five. He's uh, yeah. Five, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. So I I don't consider it's funny. Like I, when you said you were a new parent, I sort of thought, oh gosh, she's got a newborn baby. But it's funny that you still feel <laughs> you do definitely still feel new at this, no matter when. It's so strange. Absolutely, yeah. It's yeah. I never thought I'd be a parent, so. That's that's the thing. I never thought I'd be one. So I find it's like a, it's one of those news that kind of funny enough embrace every day. I love my daughter. I yeah, no, I, I am absolutely, yeah. absolutely the same. I, I not only did I not think I was going to be a parent, but I almost actively decided that there's absolutely no way under any circumstance that I was going to be a father. And um, for luckily me. for me, I found, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I found the person, I found a person who I, I suppose um, my wife is the person I, that, that initiated or, or that allowed me to trust that I could um, share something with someone that that's, that's that important. I think it's the right finding that right person or not finding it. Didn't even, I mean, I didn't look for it. It just, it just no, happened. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so say, say. You, you, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, mate. Sorry. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what, what work do you do that you have to be away well, actually, um, it's a career change at this point. I was a, um, I was a uh, security guard in Canada for a good ten years, and then uh, I just um, my aunt bought a restaurant and a hotel and a bar, so I kind of moved away there to help her run it and work in the and, kitchen and stuff like that. And so, how often are you your daughter and your family? Um, right now, I'm on my ninth week of being away. Sure, that's hectic, man. Yeah, that is hectic. Yeah, and like honestly, I before cannot... I came here, I never, uh-huh. I've never been away from my daughter ever, like more than a day and a half. So it was a big adjustment for sure. I can't even imagine that for my. I mean, we we basically all sleep in the same room on the floor together, and I can't even stomach the idea of like not being in the same room. It's that really would, weird. That would be really, really difficult weird. for me. Really weird. Yeah, like it's the weirdest feeling ever, because uh, yeah, like you just. I don't know. Like you used to seeing her every day, and like you get a routine. She comes in the bedroom every day, says hi. Now it's like I wake up yeah. in a hotel room, and it's just like n- nothing there. It's, and it's, don't you find don't you find that she brings with her a, a living a life dynamic that you as an adult now don't have? Like there's that potential for anything. That that kind of imaginative energy is just sort of not there. It's like a vacuum. Absolutely, absolutely, mate. Yeah, I just it it you just realize like like anything when you're missing anything like you realize how important that thing is or a person and like 
it just everything revolved around Madoa until I was away. And now, like, I find time so long, it's boring. I have all the time in the world to do what I want, really, <laughs> when I'm not working. I'd rather be at home cooking, do you know what I mean? Or doing something with Madoa. Yes, I do. I do. I do. And I find, like, I've encountered parents that it almost seems like children for them are these these things that need to be managed and they would love nothing better than to just be away from them. And I'm not saying yeah. that, that, you know, there are times where you feel like just for an hour, you just want to take a, a mental breather. But when you, yeah. you know, when you, I guess, I guess people are different, but I, it saddens me to know that there are quite a lot of parents who are kind of, they just want to, they just want to manage the kid just so that they don't need to fear too much with life. And for me, it's, it's an enhancement. There's a layer to my life, which I never had, which I, Absolutely. which I'm grateful for. Yeah absolutely like especially when you go back to like the first like maybe like the birth of like you know what i mean your child it's it's funny because everybody that had yeah. kids before me were saying oh you'll 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 see it's the greatest day of your life and everybody says that and i thought no nah, i can't be right and when it happened to us it's like you can't even describe it after that do you know what i mean and like every day i just kind of no. i never thought i could have kids and then i had the most amazing daughter in the world you know what I mean? So it's like every day I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't hardly believe it. Sometimes I almost have to pinch myself. I can't believe I'm her dad. You know what I mean? Like that's awesome, man. That's yes, I do, I do, I totally yeah, I do. do understand that. Um, I'm currently, I, I've been in education. I, I've been a teacher, and, and for the last sort of, in one form or another, for the last twelve years, and Absolutely. I recently got um, uh, retrenched. I got, I got retrenched, or, or yeah, my my post was made redundant, and oh. uh, now I find myself. At, at home with my son yep. um, all day long and I'm, I'm going to be attempting to school him at home and okay. but it, but it's a real ad, adaptation like you you spoke about routine and we we had a very you know we had a very serious routine in that we both knew what was coming he was coming to the school that I was running so okay. we, we really were in a groove and all of that got sort of removed um, overnight so Change we are really trying to find our feet right now uh, as well yeah it changes your whole life really doesn't it yeah yeah so you 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 having to work somewhere else and me not having any work there's similarities here oh <laughs> uh, mate yeah and that's the thing like um you know i was like in the, when i was living in the city that were like my, my kind of taken well a contract ran out for security and like i've been doing that for so long and then i just found myself from one day to the next like oh you like reroute your career and i, I like it never picked up again so I, I i had to go away for work like it was it was the smartest move to make but at the same time the biggest the biggest cost really you know what i mean for me and do you do you do you are you sort of finding yourself uh depressed at times because of the the separation or are you are you sort of not yeah because like how, yeah. how are you experiencing that because like that's the thing like i came down here and we were together and then we just i don't know what happened we kind of started moving away from each other and like we never thought that would happen like we never like we were a strong couple up until you know, I moved away. I don't know if it was time apart, but we're still trying to talk things through and like we're, th we're thinking about the big picture, right? Which is obviously not stay together for, for our daughter, but you know, I mean, if we can work it out, it'd be a nice ending, you know what I mean? Like it'd be a nice thing to, to raise. Uh, I understand. So, so that dynamic, your, your dynamic with your, with your significant other, that's, that's also was, was sort of challenged by the, the, the having to, having to separate for work purposes. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it a lot harder. And like, you know what I mean? It makes you, yeah. Oh. It's funny when you, when, when you're far away from someone, especially, I, I, I don't know if it, I'm coming up on nine weeks, I'm going home in six days and like, I finally see them again. But it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a weird feeling to be away like that. Cause like I've, my world has been the same for four years and 
you know what I mean? You come in, I live in a hotel, you know what I mean? My routine's all upside down. We have three dogs at home, you know what I mean? So, like, we had a busy life. Sure. I've got all this time in the world in this, you know, I work 12 hours a day, but I sleep about three. So, you know, I'm, I'm away quite a fair So, bit t- time, time, yeah, time can be a real, um, it depends. I mean, time can compress and time can stretch. And it sounds like, yeah, you know, there, time can stretch into a long, long, long infinity of nothing. Absolutely, yeah. And like when this, it's like every day is the same day. It's been the same day for nine weeks. Do you know what I mean? Like I wake up, I work. And like, <laughs> I understand. I, I live where I work. So like today I was like, oh my God, like I haven't even been on four days. Do you know what I mean? Like just working. You, yeah, yes. Yeah. And so what is the, for you, how, is this an indefinite thing? I mean, you're helping out now, but, but what is there, is there, obviously you're just surviving right now, but what do you, how do you see this playing out? I don't know. And that's the thing. And like a lot of people are asking me like what I'm thinking about it and stuff like that. Like, I still don't know. Like, Mm. I know there's a potential for more here because it's uh, it's like a, it's a business run by my family. So, you know, I mean, there's potential to go up and stuff like that. But like at the same time, it's in the smallest town in Canada. Like, and it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's winter about, a month longer any, than anywhere else and it's super cold and like there's 9,000 people live here so you know what I mean like I'm just like it's a big commitment to if it works and I do stay down here yeah like sure. I'm not sure if I want that but at the same yeah. time I know financially it's a, it's a good decision yeah no I understand <laughs> yeah it is a big decision and there's so much there's so many elements that are that are sort of in the balance yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you know, what I mean, like when money's not there, when you're with your significant other, and the money's not there, like happiness isn't. You know, what I mean, it's, it's it starts to take. You know, what I mean, eat away at it a little bit. Like you still you focus yeah. on the money problems and all the the hardship and stuff, and kind of forget to just be. Well, I suppose if if you could, if you can, I'm sure you feel like you you're in the war, a war of some kind, and you you sort of have to put on that armor and you have to, you just have to fight it. Absolutely. Yeah. And at first it was hard. Like the first couple of weeks, like it's like almost, you don't feel like it. <laughs> like jumping, but yeah, you yeah man, you pick yourself back up. And Well, there's many people, many people who would have laid down and said, you know, I can't handle it. They, they, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't disrespect anyone who can't handle a situation, but it takes yeah. a lot to shift your whole life. Like that Absolutely. is a big deal. And to have a daughter who's sort of waiting there for you, that, that pulls at you, you know, Oh yeah, mate, and like she just like she's got a, a, like just a cold today, and like you know, what I mean, you call her up and like I, you know, I mean, when like she tells me every day like, oh, I miss you, I love you, and stuff like that. And that's how we end it. And today, like she was sick, and you could tell she was tired, and just like just oh. the way she said, I miss you, just tore me heart out. Do you know what I mean? It's like oh my god, you breaks you. <laughs> oh, it breaks you, breaks your heart. It breaks you, man. <laughs> like yeah, face no. I, 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 I think. Not having a, if you had no child, it would be so much easier just to be the adult who you just suck it up. But now it's yeah. so different. Pain is so different and, and distance is so different. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny because like I, I heard somebody said like one time ago, oh, you'll see like when my wife was pregnant. Somebody said like, oh, you'll see you haven't lived a day until you have your kid. And then like I, was, I didn't didn't quite get that once again. And uh, like it's true. Like you, you kind of, I only lived like a couple of things I felt like before my daughter was there. Now, like it's how you re-experience everything, but like through the eyes of somebody else almost, you know what I mean? That's yeah. like seeing it for the first time. That was a pretty cool thing. So it's yeah. true. That's, that is amazing. And, and there, there's a lot more parenting and a lot more life to live beyond just this challenging time for you. Absolutely. Yeah. 
and that's the thing. Like, you it's know, hard to it's hard it's hard to it's hard to think of it that way. But I, I don't know if you'll be in the same situation a year from now. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Like like we're uh, I don't know. I like you know I'm in trying to find a way to be happy like with everyone and stuff like that and just see what happens. And, but yeah, I'm going home in six respect, days. Respect, man. So respect. We'll, we'll see lots in that. So we'll see what happens from there on. That's so awesome, man. Well, I'm 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 really grateful that you took time out to to chat to me, Paul. It was really good to hear from somebody who's also experiencing some some tough stuff and 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 being strong and and going for it. It was absolutely lovely, mate. Uh, lovely meeting you. Oh, I think I've lost you. Have I? Hello. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that was Paul. Um, yeah, the connection quality wasn't great, but that's life. Life doesn't always have clean connections. That's just how it is. Yeah, and I just think that's pretty amazing that you can connect to someone across the other side of the world and discuss things as important as children and how much you miss them. So that's episode five. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. And if you have any feedback, please leave me a message inside of Anchor, or you can also just email me at confuseddads at gmail.com. Until you hear from me again, goodbye, thank you, and have a good one.